Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we love to talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. My name is Don Marshall. I'm a big fat chubby guy living in sunny Hollywood. And today I am a donut loving donut boy. I brought donuts to the office yeah. today. Oh my goodness. Hi, my name is Dan Oliverio, author, public speaker, mm. and certified chubby chaser. Um, Board certified? No, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and yes, donuts were had. Yay. Donuts were had. I'm Trevor Keyson. I'm a super chub, and I'm also here in Los Angeles eating donuts. <laughs> I didn't eat a donut. Us. I had a a cruffin, yes, which is a uh, like croissant dough that has been packed into a muffin tin, shoved in, yeah, crammed right, into the right sides. in there, <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Suddenly, I want another cruffin. <laughs> We'll just wait till you hear what I have to say. Hi, I'm Michael. <laughs> I am a chaser and penis. That is all. Today we are all penis-loving penis boys. <laughs> oh boy! Thanks to Trevor, who is waving his penis. I was not wa- vocabulary I was, earlier. I mean, so last episode we kind of like were singing a little penis song. Yeah, it's before true. we recorded. I don't know if Michael saved oh, please, that. Everybody does. That. I did save it. Here's here's a sample of it. Penis, 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 you know, we're just trying to we're have a good boys. time. We're just um, hoping to graduate from elementary school one day. And- <laughs> it's uh, it's weird again, people. I mean, let's be honest. It hasn't not been weird for a while. As long as we've been, been doing the podca- podcast, it has been weird times. I remember in the before time. Um, Do you? Because I don't. <laughs> I still, I mean, I, I think I already said this multiple times on the podcast, but I just... Anytime I like think it's like, it's been two years, it's two years, two years, two years, two years, two years gone, two years. Um, but we're not doing that. We're having a good time today. Um, I'm very excited about our first story because I also have an update for you and Don. I told oh, Dan okay. the All update. Right. Well, we're, let's, we're, let's catch the audience. We're tearing into right. it. I feel like most of our listeners are kind of into fat bear news. <laughs> so they have heard about- Of what uh, variety? Hank the Tank, a 500 pound bear- in California that has kind of been ransacking houses, eating pizza. And to be clear, this is an actual animal. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big old round boy tearing into houses, <laughs> eating snacks. He's he's a snack hungry. I yes. mean, that's what, what else do you want from him? Undeterred by, I mean, paintballs, bean bags, all this stuff they've tried to like scare him off. And he's just. Well, he keeps he keeps getting hit with it, and he's like, "I can't eat this." Yeah. <laughs> this can't take it down. Um, but Hank there was uh, a wonderful um, opinion piece in the Washington Post by <laughs> J.P. Brammer, um, who also has a a lovely dating advice column called "Ola Poppy." Um, <laughs> oh, uh, that's and kind perfect. of talking about Hank the Tank as like a symbol of the times and just kind of like, mm. I can't tell if it's brilliant writing or just really, really stretching, but it was, it's very no, much. No, I like, get it. I get it's, it. You, and the picture's adorable. You want to root for Hank. Like he's got the world against him and mm-hmm. all he really just wants is snacks. <laughs> I want to rub his belly. He, <laughs> I want to rub his belly. He probably so wants cute. you to rub his belly too. <laughs> well, People are shooting him with back. bing bags. He could use a nice belly rub right now. 
Are you ready for the breaking news? Yeah, let's yes. twist. Let's oh, the this. twist of twist. Did he finally get a snack? No, it's better. Oh. Hank the bear is actually three separate, very rotund bears. Oh, my God. Who are breaking into houses <laughs> to eat snacks. He's been framed by two other oh. bears. <laughs> I, I was picturing three stairs stacked on top of each other with a trench coat. No, <laughs> no, no. He is actually, he's actually taken the fall for two other snack-hungry bears. Wow, oh my God. he was framed. Well, yes. I mean, he is participating, but or, apparently it's a gang of fat bears. No, this is perfect, though. What if they came up with this scheme intentionally so that they could never get caught? Because when one bear yeah. shows up somewhere and they, the heat's on the one bear in the east, the bear in the west takes over and starts r- fucking shit up all the way over there. And then they have to go. Well, and if he gets and taken in by animal control services, he can go like, hey, guys, it, this, if it happened. There's you, been you, another break. There's in. been another break. <laughs> like, well, I've been here. Me. Classic noir thriller plot line here. <laughs> like uh-huh. you, you can't ta- you can't accuse me because somebody else. Oh, that was the movie we were talking about, the Italian horror movie the other night where that exact thing happened, where it was like they take Three bears the suspect in. Kind of. No, they take the suspect in, and he's like, it couldn't have been me because the murders are still happening. And it's like, well, but it could have, though. Like, <laughs> it's, it's faulty logic. Now I'm picturing this awesome new, like, bear horror movie where just hordes of bears start attacking. Nobody knows where they came from. They're just bears everywhere. Fat bears, to be yeah. fat clear. Bears, yeah. Has to be fat Eating bears. Eating snacks. Because they didn't attack any the very... Yeah. Unbothered by people. <laughs> um, but see, well, the people have the food. This, the, these three very rotund bears have been saved from euthanasia because they were gonna, they were gonna put yeah. I think, the tank down by Frito Lay. Like, what? <laughs> it's too dangerous for everyone to have a a hungry bear just willing to tear into people's houses. <laughs> no snack is um, safe. I want to know. So they're gonna move them somewhere like a sanctuary or something, are they still going to get pizza? Hmm. Probably not. Probably not. Well, no, they're th- going to be put on a strict diet of picnic baskets. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully and there'll honey. be something inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Hank. Well, we need names for the other two bears. There's Hank. They, I, I did not see, I, I don't think they have been named. Well, because they can't tell them apart. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> Hank Williams, Hank Azaria. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Hank I'm Hill. out of Hanks. Hank Hill. There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I, I think it's like Hank. Tom Hanks. No, I think it's Hank, Spiky, and Malcolm. Hank Thompson. <laughs> uh, Is well, that a person? I have no that's idea. An, no, I, no, I just. It was All right. A well, joke. party on very Hank bad the Bear. Yes. It was <laughs> barely a joke. Hey, you're supposed to be the one supporter of puns in this room, Dan. All right, then. Come on. I guess when you made that movie comparison, you were talking about film Berwar. Yes. I will embrace this one. Wow. You're because welcome. Because I opened the door. No, that is not okay. You owe our, our listeners an apology. That was definitely a stretch. You're I'm right. sorry if this is, these puns have been unbearable mm-hmm. for all of you. That's a little better. We need a pause here. <laughs> Good. Um, Sitting here trying to bear my soul. Oh, now you can't reuse. Yeah, you can't use the same one, Don. Follow uh, the rules of puns. Oh, boy. <laughs> and puns... The first, the first rule of puns is that there are no puns. No, that's not right. No, no. Second rule of puns is you do not talk about puns. No, Michael, Michael, just take your punishment. Yeah, let's let's keep on rolling, <laughs> rolling down the hill like Hank. Appreciate the pizza. Um, Which Hank? This, Lizzo's back. This is the Lizzo, best. I mean, Lizzo didn't go anywhere, but Lizzo is thriving uh, on a on the cover of Variety. There's a lovely, there's a feature on Lizzo, but Lizzo was wearing this like uh, kind of um, 
I'm blanking it's, on the. It's sort of like um, the 30s flapper. Uh, flapper yes, yeah, flapper. Like flapper. Oh, that's fun. Flapper like a modernized silver. Yeah, like silver. How do you just? I would say a, a like silver flapper dress, fl- like silver flapper dress, and she's twirl. She's like mid twirl, um, with kind of that classic. I don't know what what is that kind of like the um, Supreme style hairdo. This this is not that flapper. is that, is not, is, that like, is not a flapper dress at all. This That's is okay. uh, what do you call it? Fashion nouveau. With I like, feel like I've seen that, like the flat because it has tassels though. It's, yeah, this I, is, I, this I see is, no tassels. No, this this is um, this is Diana Ross, nineteen sixty two. Yeah, this is the flowing chiffon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess big it's fat the, gay <gasps> fashion showdown. <laughs> Yeah, I guess flapper it's like or not flapper. if you took scissors to a flapper dress, that's the effect. But I mean, getting. it's. But I think it. I don't know. Look, look at it, people. Don't listen. Well, it's not. Well, then you uh, buried the lead. It's not that she's wearing a dress. It's that she has a new show. Well, I know, but I was talking about how great the dress is. It is a great dress. She has a new. So oh, the feature talks about a few things. It talks about her audition for Ursula, which I was unclear before this article if she actually got to audition for Ursula in the live action Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Or what, or if it was just like, she was like, hey, like, cause I mean, it just, it's obvious. Liz, mm-hmm. She's right there. Lizzo yeah. is right there. Yeah. Um, but talking about like a nice little moment she had with uh, Melissa McCarthy after Melissa McCarthy was cast and mm-hmm. uh, Melissa McCarthy was like, well, why did I get it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was auditioning against Lizzo. I mean, damn, yeah, come on. Yeah. Which I, th- so my theory is that like, because like Ursula is such a beloved character, but if Lizzo was Ursula, there mm. is no way you would root for the Little Mermaid. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm I can't think of the actress's name in the cast. Yeah, I'm, I she's can see lovely, that. but I would be like, drag her, Ursula, kill her, <laughs> rip her head off. Does she really need her voice back? Um, <laughs> I'm always that close anyway, because Ursula is just kind of awesome in yeah, her own. Yeah. You know? But I think it would just Ursula. push it over to like, I don't care, little who. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ursula was created for the express purpose of being able to do a villain movie five or 10 years from now. Mm. Like yes. the origin story of Ursula. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so they talk about that. There's more. But the, the big thing is Lizzo's new show. show coming on Woo! March 25th. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Trevor's dying. My voice. <laughs> uh, Did you make a deal with a sea witch? Yes. March 25th, Lizzo's Big Girls premieres. Girls. Like G. Uh, G- watch girls. Out. It's watch out for the big girls. Yes, watch out for the big girls. 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 And I love the impetus for this because she was, she's famous for hiring only fat backup singers. Mm-hmm. And she noticed that. Dancers. Dancers, sorry. Dancers. And they couldn't get representation. Like they could not get an agent. Yeah. You know, because they're fat. Well, and how do you find dancers that, like it's, you know, how do you go out and find dancers that don't have agents, that don't have a way of like saying, oh, hey, we're really good. And so she went out and did so. She freaking created a talent agency called, I'm going to put you on television. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and she's had (laughs) to do this. And the point was like, not only can you, you know, win the show. Because it's sort of a cross between uh, America's Next Top Model and uh, Drag Race, sort of a competition mm-hmm. show um, with a more positive attitude. Like yes. she doesn't tear people down um, when she does the critiques because she's hosting the show, of course. Um, but it also gives them all visibility and ideally will result with them getting agents and work afterwards, even if they don't win the show. Absolutely. That's wonderful. I mean, I don't need to underscore it, but there is some major fat talent out there. I remember when, uh, so you think you can dance with starting off. Every year during the audition sequences, that's usually when they're showing, for people who don't watch shows like that, 
the audition sequences are sh- when they show sort of like the unexpected talent in mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere or like the real disasters, right? That you laugh at rather than with. And every year they almost always had one fat person go up there. They would set them up as though they were expecting them not to do well. And then they would do this great routine, usually break dancing of all things. Mm-hmm. There's talent. And the, the fact that we never saw it aside from Dexter in anything, like that's a big deal. Well, and uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of the whole point of why she uses the backup dancer she uses anyway. It's like, sorry, right. spoiler alert for next week. We're going to talk about Dexter's new show next week. Ooh. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> but this okay so the interview it's a, it's a full-blown interview with lizzo uh in variety and it's you know it's largely framed around her show but it goes into much more depth than that and i so you know i was doing my cursory like make sure i know what i'm talking about thing and i just found myself reading the whole thing <laughs> she's so freaking charismatic and relatable and like so at one point she was talking about so she has her grammys in the foyer of her house and they did uh i guess a few shots in the show in the foyer and like she's like talking about how oh she got kind of used to them being there as you would for any piece of art that you might have in your own home but other people coming in were like pointing them out like oh that's so cool and she says in this interview Mm. uh like i've forgotten sometimes i've got to remind myself that i'm the shit (laughs) (laughs) and then the interviewer was like do you really need to remind yourself that and she's like yes i do i forget who i am a lot i'll be like wait i'm that bitch It's like, these are the kind of nuggets you get if you just follow, if you keep up with Lizzo. It is interesting she mentions that because it's, it, it makes me think of something I've thought about in the past where for me, if I'm in a situation where I, I'm sort of feeling uncomfortable, slipping into the persona, right? That presentational personality helps me get through it. And it sounds like she does that too. And it, I forget sometimes that's just a method a lot of us do in mm. our day to day. You know? Yeah. She's, I mean, it's just, ref- it's, a, it's a wonderful interview. It's, yeah. I mean, she's refreshingly honest. Yes. She just, she's just out there doing her thing, uh, being that yes. bitch. The, the reason I'm manifesting this, everyone hold hands. Take my, take <laughs> I my can't <laughs> reach. <laughs> You're not going to be able to hear my voice. Okay. <laughs> I, so we're actually holding hands. Yes. Lizzo is going to star in a Ursula movie <gasps> after the little mermaid comes out. We're holding hands, manifesting it. All right. Wait for it. Okay, we can let go now. Okay. <laughs> this I, must happen. I, I gotta say, I think I would prefer that to yes. her just voicing Ursula in the Little Mermaid movie. True, true. Because why, why waste her in a Little Mermaid movie? <laughs> yeah, put her in her own. <sighs> okay. It just flew off into the sky. Take just. it in. Did any of you, just, sorry, you, you reminded me of this. I saw a, a, a gif from a fashion show where a dress designer designed a robotic octopus dress. That as this woman walked down the the runway, the the tentacles just kept moving mm, and spinning as damn. she walked. It was really interesting. That's yeah. wild. I bet they stole yours, Trevor. <laughs> My tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> My tentacles. <sighs> it's yeah. I'm just still riding the high of just imagining. Would you like to ride higher? <laughs> yes. 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 Ride us higher, Michael. It's time. There's it's, an actual bird outside the window, too. <laughs> Just not that it's, one. <laughs> it's Fat Watch 2022. It's here. We're here. Um, so, I mean, obviously I mentioned it's weird. If you're listening in current time, 
you know why it's weird. There's um, there's a lot of bad stuff. We're still in a pandemic, but also um, Texas is really coming for trans youth. Yeah. Uh, Russia is invading Ukraine. And don't forget Florida. Yeah, Florida. Um, Banning gay people, or at yeah, least in school. The, the Florida no, you're just not passed. allowed to see them. You have to shun them when in public. <laughs> no, you can't say. You can't say that. You can't say it. You can't say yeah. it. Yeah. Don't say it. So the there's, there's a lot going on, and it can be paralyzing. So I thought this would be um, kind of continuing the theme from last year of intersectionality and kind of supporting each other. I have um, two lists of resources I found. The first is how you can support trans kids in Texas. And it is a, so it's a Google doc and there's list of organizations. There's a list of um, like kind of people who are doing GoFundMes for relocation fees. Cause they're just like, I'm out of here. Get I got to, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I got, That's what I, I have do. to get out or I like, I need to get my kids out of here. Which is working. I mean, I guess if people don't know, it's working similarly to how they're, they're trying to sort of roundaboutly ban abortions too, where yeah. like you can turn people, you can turn parents in who have been helping their accommodate their kids mm-hmm. um, transitioning. And if you feel like, if you think that that's happening, they're basically- Yeah, the mechanism is you're reporting them for child abuse. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. I just- <sighs> But you can support these yes. people, these families. Um, we're gonna, I think we're gonna spend so much money in the next decade trying to get, trying to free people from Republican states. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of the problem. It's like we're gonna we're gonna spend the next ten years fighting to get people back to where we were a year ago. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Imagine the progress that could have been made for the country if Ugh. that time and money and resources were used to advance everything in an equal way for all people. That's gone now because of some douche nozzles in Texas. I I, I just it just floors me that this is the sort of thing that we'd be sending money for to like rescue gay people in Chechnya that yeah. we'd be like helping mm-hmm. refugees in mm-hmm. parts of the world. And no, we're, no, we're trying it's to get here. people out of Texas. It's we're here. trying to get people out of Florida. It's rough. I think just check it out. If you, if you feel like you need to do something and you can contribute in this way, find an, an organization that speaks to you. There's, like I said, there are also like personal GoFundMes you can donate to, but there's only a couple and just, I think boost it and share it. Mm-hmm. If, if you can't, Contribute financially. That's not a thing you can do right now. Just share it around. Mm-hmm. There's also, like I said, I have a list from the the Ukraine Reddit of, I mean, all sorts of different kinds of organizations in Ukraine. Yeah. Like if you, they broke it up in different ways, like charities for the elderly, charities that help women, children, blood donation, animals, children, and homeless. supporting, you know, the war effort. To, as to well. our yeah. time travelers listening from the future, we're recording this episode just after the invasion of the Ukraine by Russia started. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. I, I will say that. So we're recording this on Friday, the 25th. I mean, it's a, a February. Yeah. A February, a February, um, 2020 part two, no 2020 part three. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously the situation is constantly changing it's hard to watch. It's hard to take in, but fun stuff. But you know, resources to to help combat the evils of the world. Yeah. Um. I mean, <sighs> I I think something else like will do at some point in the the near future. So I've already shared this on Instagram, asking like, I think it's going to be kind of us continually. Like, I think March is going to be a little rough <laughs> as this just kind of goes on. And the, as uh, the Florida don't say gay stuff progresses, which they're really trying to push through. Uh, I asked some listeners for like self-care tips. Cause I mean, we've talked about that a lot just cause like I said, it's been on podcast has been going in these weird times. <laughs> so if, I don't know if you want to share with 
other listeners how you're taking care of yourself during this time, uh, send that our way. Yeah. I think Drop we'll, us a line. Yeah, I would that. love to share that with other listeners. Like, yeah. what's your most a method? What's your most a method? What most is your most effective <laughs> method? <laughs> no, you were right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to keep on going. Our um, our main topic is actually technically a mailbag. Let's let's do it. It is. I could go for the music. Everybody then. <laughs> Mailbag, main topic, y'all. <laughs> um, so this was actually a question from Valentine's Day that got lost in our like Instagram does this weird thing where it's like message requests and then like there's a subfolder, like there's layers of message requests. <laughs> and I just gotta say, I, I I've seen this a couple of times with us. If you've written us and we haven't replied, I swear to God, it's because we didn't see it. We did, couldn't find it because of some technological problem. Yeah. We yeah. are not ignoring you. Yeah. We're we pretty promise. good about replying to stuff. Yeah. It might take us a day, but we usually still always. Yeah. 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 All right. We have a listener writing in. Hi, I had a question for the Valentine's Day episode, if I'm not too late. My name is John. He, he says it right there. And I'm a big fan of the podcast. As a single person, I'm also looking for new ways to meet new people. So I've registered to attend Bigger Vegas this year for the first time. Yay. Huzzah. We will see you there. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoy Dan's thoughts on Chub Chaser events, so I was wondering if he could put together a Valentine's Day event. <laughs> uh, where would that event be held? What activities would there be, and are there any guest speakers he'd like to invite? Thank you. Smiley face. <laughs> well, thank you for writing yeah. in, and we're sorry we, we missed it for Valentine's Day, but this actually gave us a really cool pivot point because I think it's, uh, you know, we can, th this becomes a very interesting question if you don't just lock it into the idea of a Valentine's event, but what kind, what would a Chub Chaser event designed by us look like and for fun for funsies like we're yes. not trying to like undercut you know the things that the people who actually divine design these events do like bigger vegas or Big mm. Bayou. like this is just our own cool fun ideas and dance and, party on the moon yeah <laughs> <laughs> it has one sixth the gravity exactly or already a plus <laughs> <laughs> so much to clean <laughs> um so yeah so what would I think it's going to be interesting because, well, I've never been to an event before. Don's only been to one and it was a long time ago. Well, what, what I pointed out was that I think the two of you having been to other kinds of events like cons. Yeah, that's true. There's a mm -hmm. lot of overlap. Yeah, I've been to Comic-Con. Don's been to a whole bunch of different yeah. cons, including Comic-Con. So, you know, what, and, and it's scalable too. Like you could have a, a, you know, a monthly, you know, local thing, or it could be a big, big event like big, bigger Vegas. But what would what would you, what's the, like, what, what's the thing, what's the iconic thing that you would want to see in an event like this or be able to experience or like, what's the, like, maybe we could make this even a little magical. Like what if you could just wave a wand and make it so instead of worrying about logistics? Well, so I'm, I think one, I, I think we should jump in with like, where, so where is this? Yeah. That's, that's a, always the thing with the events. It's like, place. where is it? Um, well, I like the moon idea, personally, because <laughs> it's it, it's equally accessible <laughs> to every person. Well, except for Elon Musk, who has that shuttle. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's a good question. So, what do we know of the most fat-friendly cities? Like, I mean, we are probably most familiar with American cities. But. So, I I was actually talking with uh, Tigers, who we've had on uh, from NAFA. Just mm -hmm. we we're talking about kind of because um, bigger Vegas is this year, and also like the BBW equivalent of oh, bigger Vegas is happening. Breeze right after. pop up, yeah. Breeze yeah. pop up, BBW dance party, something like that. Yes. In the um, same 
hotel. Same, right? same yeah. hotel, yeah. same space. It's back like the, to back the next um, week, I think, or the previous week. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. The organizers of both the of Bigger Vegas and this BBW event kind of help each other. They share resources, they, they share yeah. props. That's, they share, um, That's smart. Oh, I love that they do oh, that. Oh, it's genius. genius. Yeah. So, I mean, first come, thing that comes to mind is Vegas, mm. um, just because it is a fat-friendly city. And we were kind of talking about like, oh, because generally cities that are friendly to the elderly in terms of just like different kind of accommodations for various mobility things or whatever Mm -hmm. are friendly to fat people. I would even say Vegas, but like, I I feel like it's probably preventatively expensive to do Vegas in the wintertime, right? Like Mm, not necessarily. I mean, you get some better rates in the summer because, because it's hot as hell. Yeah. But I mean, it's (laughs) it's 20, I mean, it's like hot as hell or just hot as blazes. Those are your choices. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is a good place for talking logistically, but are we just talking logic or are we talking about fantasy? Well, I would, I, you know, me because I've seen the, I've seen the, uh, the spread for the Caribbean, the Caribbean, a resort that specializes for fat people. Oh yeah. That whole and thing. We, that's a that whole so long ago. Yeah. No, it it's on my Facebook feed now. No, there no, is no. one currently. I was just saying we talked oh, like sorry. that was like episode Murder nine or something. <laughs> like my so bad. long ago. No, my but I, but no, but I, I'm I'm with you, Don. I think that no, would no, be no, I wasn't criticizing. Yeah. I was just you took me back in time for a second <laughs> and it kind of like made me go I got dizzy for a second. The other, you know, here's what I would say. I would love to see a major Chub Chaser event somewhere in or around Atlanta, there are so many people who are hmm. kind of not served by Chub Chaser or Bear events there. There's there's some in Florida. There is, of course, Texas, but that's not the same. Well, we've talked about Florida and Texas recently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, fantasize about going to Florida or Texas. anymore. Anyway, here, but here's my point. I, I'm sure, and I bet I could get a lot of support from listeners, there is something in or around Atlanta, maybe, I don't know, you know this part of the world better than I do, Michael, maybe Virginia? I uh, I feel like Virginia, I guess. I don't, I don't know how far really north know. we're going, but anyway, um, but somewhere in that section. Ooh. Uh, I just because had, it's just, it's underserved. Hold on, no. So just this But is, not summertime. Probably fall. not. Fall. Fall, fall would be great. Beautiful. No, okay, fall, Chubbs take over Salem. <laughs> For Halloween? <laughs> yes. Could that be your, fun? Oh, yeah. please, it's Trevor's Halloween. I mean, that's not the look. That sounds cool. That's not <laughs> even remotely the location. Uh, big, fat fat gay slu- <laughs> big fat gay slutty <laughs> Halloween slutty in Salem. Slutty witches in Salem. <laughs> witches and warlocks. Um, yeah, I mean, that sounds awesome. I've actually been to, was it Salem? Yeah, I went to Salem in... November uh, for, our, for, international, recently. for our international listeners. That is a place known for witches and it is in Massachusetts, which yeah. And witch hunts and yeah. lots of, you know, and they, they, their whole tourism industry is around that. Um, and so it has this really creepy sort of new England. Like if you've ever seen a, a Stephen King movie or read a book or, you know, if, it you've, has that if you've seen Hocus Pocus, yeah, you know, it just mm-hmm. occurred to me. There's an entire town of people profiting off the murders that their it's ancestors weird. committed. You show up there and mm. yeah, it's, it feels that's creepy. kind of, yeah, it does feel odd. Um, I can see that being a lot of fun. If, if, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're doing it, we can do it. <laughs> um, as far as the South goes, I, it, that would very much have to be like not spring and not summer because the humidity mm-hmm. is, deadly. is brutal. Well, I don't know, but is it, it can't be more humid than New Orleans. Um, no, but that was also going to be brutal <laughs> yeah. like, if, we're, if we're picking and choosing. <laughs> Another place I'd love to do it would be uh, like Africa on a, like a safari area wow. where you could get on tours hmm. and like drive out and see animals during the day and then have feasts by so, above Salt Lake. I mean, a bus tour of seeing the animals, very chub friendly. 
Yeah, exactly. It's, getting yeah. there, though, I will say, getting there, that is. Because you've, you've been, haven't you? I've been. Well, I've been to South Africa. Yeah. yeah and that flight, um, flights. Oh, God. That it's was awful. There's, what? There's not a nonstop from Burbank? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. I mean, granted, I'm sure there are better routes, but the route I ended up on was. Boston to Doha, Qatar, and then from there down to Johannesburg, South Africa, and that was a good thirty-two hours of travel um, because there was so an take eight a hour, snack, eight-hour layover. Take a snack. Um, I had back problems oh, wow. for about three months after that. Wow, because, because so of much flight, city. because of the flight and the yeah. Anyway, oh, um, and the, the, the actual luggage. like once you get there, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, cruise up and down the Nile there, and yeah. well, I mean, Sam, whom we've had on the show, uh, you know, he does chub chaser cruises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take over an entire cruise ship. Oh that might be a bit it. much, but <laughs> regardless no. of where it is, mm-hmm. what would you like to do? What yeah. would you like to see? Fantasy and reality. Wait, who who is talking about like scooter bumper cars? Oh, we have oh yeah, totally. Oh, no, yeah, no, it was scooter polo. Scooter polo. I yeah. want to play scooter polo wherever we go. That's fine. <laughs> kind of like, um, uh, what was it? A Segway polo? Yeah, a Segway polo. Yeah. But I was well, told the scooters the- are friendlier. Well, I was, no, I can say you can put the chubs on the scooters and the chasers on the Segways. <laughs> so one of the fa- my favorite things that I've ever seen, this, so there, here's my little fantasy thing, right? First, I'm going to tell you the thing it's based off of. When I was at Comic-Con, this was the year that the, the new Tron came out. Mm-hmm. They had a... Uh, it wasn't in Comic-Con, the in Comic-Con space. It was at a, uh, like a, an empty space outside of it. They had built Flynn's Arcade from, oh, the, cool. uh, from the, the movie, right? Yeah. And as you're wandering through, they have all these retro video games from the 80s and 90s, and it's really cool. And then they have this wall in back that have the actual video game from Tron. But if you're, and if you're not paying attention, that's all you're going to see. If you are paying attention, you'll notice one of those video games is mounted on a roller that you can pull it out of the wall and there's a door behind it <gasps> that has a smoke machine and a laser spinning so it looks like a tunnel of light. And as you walk through it, you walk down this tunnel of light through the dark, you turn left, and suddenly you're in this massive uh, bar inside the world of Tron with people dressed up in those LED oh, suits wow. serving Coke. Uh, but it was it was a Coke sponsored event. Oh, the kind you drink. But, oh. Yeah, but it's a but it's a dance, right? I think it's like the the interactiveness, the finding of the secret thing. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. That provides the secret space makes mm-hmm. it feel special. Oh, of course. Even and if everyone defines it. So what yeah, I would yeah, love yeah, to go. do is to have a dance, right? That people don't know it's there, right? But over the course of the night, you'll find out there are going to be hints that'll lead you there. <laughs> and as you go through this sort of secret entrance, they dress you. They they do you up in a new and different way that you might not normally dress yourself that is exciting and fun and different. And then you go into this sort of wonderland where everybody is someone different that night for the dance. Well, that's curious. Mm-hmm. You know? Curious and curious, it done. I think that would be a lot of fun and it helps you get out of your own skin. You know, and hmm. this this fits with the slutty, <laughs> slutty Halloween <laughs> theme. Slutty yeah, I think it really does. <laughs> So when, when you say they dress you, what you really mean is they undress you. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> Why must you make it dirty? <laughs> Why don't I, you make it dirty? Because I know you. <laughs> I've known you for your whole life. Um, I guess this is kind of in line with that. So some I, I talked about kind of comparing the, the BBW Bash, Bigger Vegas, which are like kind of very similar if you look at the schedules of them. But <laughs> something that the... EBW bash oh, has yes, yes, that yes. 
has never been a thing at Bigger Vegas is uh, they have a fashion show. It's huge oh, at BBW events. Cool. The fashion show is almost, it's almost the centerpiece, almost. And there's even a pre-fashion show like to get your attention, like you should go to the fashion show. Here's yeah, what's going to mm-hmm. be the fashion show. And it's huge. And obviously women's fashion tends to be a lot more complicated than men's fashion. But, you know, I think it's time, gentlemen. Yeah, I'd be down for that. For I, sure. I would like some options to be presented. It seems like whenever I'm looking at big men's clothing, it's sort of the same thing with different colors. On well, it. usually what ends up at a big men's event is T-shirts and harnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like fetish wear. Would yeah, that be like socks and sandals? It's like one or the other, you know? Huh? What? Harness oh. over a t-shirt? Like, that's just weird. Oh, no, he meant... <laughs> I did know, you, I know. Wait, I'm, what? Socks and sandals, harness... I'm wearing Because people actually wear socks right and sandals. Like, Trevor's doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. It's not my... Nor- I normally, if I do it, I make sure to wear, like, more... F- I wear uh, sassy bombas. Sassy bombas. I just have ugly white socks on today. Um, He's going full as lemon. Okay, so we have secret dance party with uh, costume change. Fashion Re, show. The, the reimagine yourself party. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, well, actually, this wasn't entirely my idea. I, I may have pulled the room, i.e. Michael, um, <laughs> for, for some ideas. I asked, I asked my boyfriend all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a more, like, not practical, but like a more sort of like, I don't know, like the, after you travel, like because pr- most people are going to have to travel to get to this place, to, right? So they're going to yeah. have to like get on a plane. You have to walk through the airport and do all of this stuff. And it's stressful. And it's tiring. And I think having just like a massage suite but that's actually designed. So like, you know, massage tables, how often are they actually wide enough for mm. a bigger person to lie down on and actually get comfortable or like having like a, 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 like a pedicure station where you could just sort of go in and like, like relax and get pampered. And I, those have been part of Chub Chaser events in the past. It's usually, it's usually uh, some guy, probably mm. a chaser mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. Uh, who has a really big massage table and he mm-hmm. brings it to the event and, they, is it a, is it effective or like do? Oh yeah, people yeah. love it. People yeah. love it. Yeah, I feel like I I think the coolest version of that would be like a a a room or a suite where it becomes a spa. A, yeah, like a, <laughs> a full like one guy is great, but like having several people who are all kind you of know, we, could, we could put it in Vegas. Having one guy is great, but having several people is better. <laughs> oh, you, why can, must you make it dirty, Don? <laughs> I'm just repeating what you said back to me. I'm just repeating what you said back to me. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like we could have it at Vegas at a fancy hotel where they have a spa. No, I, I get that you want, it, you want it to accommodate big people. Um, I will say, ooh, 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 I think you know what I'm going to say. In Vegas, there is a, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if it survived the pandemic, Truthfully, there was a spa designed to accommodate supersized people, mostly women. Are you talking about Jamie's spa? Yeah. Where hmm. it was this uh, SSBBW who wanted to have a spa that would accommodate fat people and like all, everything was custom. This was like episode wonders. two of the show. Did we talk about way back. We talked about yeah. this. It's all coming around, people. All coming way around. back. <laughs> well, no, what was interesting is that she wanted she wanted a nail a, a nail salon. I guess is mm-hmm. that fair to say, a nail salon? And she was like, "But I want it for someone like me." And she is a SSBBW, you know, who's in like in the six seven hundred pound range. Mm-hmm. And like, she is not going to put her foot up on a big stool. I mean, it's going to be. And it's like she trained the staff. Like, no, nope, they're not going to put their foot up. You go down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we know if she's still I in business? I, At one point, there was rumored that she was going to have a whole was reality show. Yeah, it was in Vegas because that's where she was. We can look is. it up when we're there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going on a nice spa trip. I think it was called Baby Dolls. Something. 
With a Z or something? I yeah. Know. I know there was a Z, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the Z. Um, um, yeah, I just thought that would be like a fun way to kind of like, to, to get in the door, to sort of like just wash off the stress and the, the strain of travel and like start like start vacation time properly. I mm-hmm. thought that would be um, like a really good way to do that. As far as guest speakers, so I would, I know that I would want, um, Ty, I, I mentioned Tigress earlier because I was talking to her. I would want Tigress there to talk about fat activism mm. because, I mean, part of why I got involved with NAFA is because like there is this and always has been kind of this major disconnect between like fat activism community and mm-hmm. fat gay men. Well, for that matter, fat activism in the bash community even. Even yeah. among the women, it's been a huge disconnect bash? because there's been BBW bash. So it's like the chub chaser events for women yeah, and, and straight men. But it's, it's interesting. There's always been this huge divide between sexuality and activism. Mm-hmm. And I've even seen it in the gay community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would be great. Um, I don't know what other, like I know Dan does his, what, what other kinds of guest speakers do go to events currently? Like I've. There's, there's, a, there's been a, in the past, I can tell you some of the things that either, and you know, they either successful or not. Uh, some people want to hear about, uh, get real serious and they want, like there was a registered nurse from the community like a big fat man who is also a registered nurse. And he's talking about self-care and um, not so much diet, but like self-care with diabetes, not the most uplifting thing you can go to. But I think that's, I think but, those uh, things are pe- important. They are. And mm-hmm. people want to hear about it. Like, and cause people have this relationship with their body and they sometimes need help letting go at an event like this. And this gives them peace of mind. Okay. Along those lines. And I am, if I'm understanding this correctly, this will be at the event is basically a merch store, right? Yeah. Like we've, like Trevor has brought up products here that never occurred to me would be useful. I bought, uh, based on one of our earlier episodes, about these suspenders that connect in the back of the mm-hmm. pants. The butt right? suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> Life changer. Yeah. Like I, I, I used to, like one of my big issues going to Comic-Con was just my pants are falling down. I'm walking all over this place. Because well, you took more than 10 steps. All yeah. day long. <laughs> And yeah. like, I'm free. Yeah, I can wander again. It's wonderful. Well, wait till you see what Trevor has in store for us at the end of the yes, show. It's a, yeah. ooh, it's we exciting. have an update. Ooh. Yes. Um, a tip. So yeah, a, a store where they have these different products that I never knew I wanted. Well, again, they do have a vendor's hall, but it tends to be populated with not those kinds of products, which I think would be a great addition. Yeah. And it wouldn't be hard to get them there. It would be, I wonder, because I don't think you could get the actual, like, like the actual manufacturer, like the people, the company, them would have to be that, a middle person. Yeah. That probably pulls and it all so together. I would, if I were to do that, I would feel a certain level of guilt, like purchasing a bunch of these things and then charging more to make a profit. No, but th- 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 that's our merch. <laughs> no, we print big fat pig, gay podcast on these on the suspenders and we, we sell those. But well, but I, and, and this is just the producer in me, like that's a clever tie in, but as from a branding side of things, people will never see it. Shut up. <laughs> I know, you but your merch has to serve as advertising. They will the people did. who need to see it will, because they'll True. it'll be like That's the chasers will be like, and then oh, our you have chase, suspenders on under your our shirt. Our chaser base will go up like 5,000%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like free advertising every time they take off their shirt. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we do need to kind of figure out our, our merch situation. But, so mean, Dan, what were we, you going to say about the suspenders? You were going to say something about like, that's how it works. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah. I, I would feel, I would feel a certain level of good. Right, so you so, wouldn't have to do a huge markup, but you would have to do something. Oh, oh I know what I was going to say. It's because big the, fat gay suspenders, big fat gay condoms. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Big fat ga- oh the what big was that thing? Lube and lollipops apparently. The uh, the toilet guard thing that Dan. Oh really yeah, piss pushing. guard. I'm sorry, that is the most useful thing. <laughs> we want our logo to be a piss guard though. No, uh, I think <laughs> Michael, it's about use. It's Michael, about use. <laughs> Michael has a new purchase. I I do have a new purchase. So I uh, I just moved into this new place, and the toilet seat here was incredibly flimsy and probably. I don't know. Well, small, like one of these circular yeah. toilet seats. And it was like, from like you know, a quarter of an inch thick. I mean, it was just flim is terrible. So I went online and was like, well, if I'm going to buy a toilet seat, I may as well get one that's big boy friendly and like nice and comfy. <laughs> and so I did a little bit of research. I found this website that I guess we could link to where we could do a full tip at some point. Um, it was just a blog post of like a guy aggregated these different things and I picked one and got it. And when it arrived, I picked it up and was like, holy shit, this is the heaviest thing. Dear listener, picture a gaming chair. That's your toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it actually, you can't open the door to your bathroom all the way fully. anymore. Yeah. It's, it yeah. takes up space. It takes up space, but I had no pun intended. I mean, positive reviews yeah, so far, right? Like, well, I mean, I'm, it, I'm going to be using it before we use our bit, do our bit. So okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I, I will say apropos of, you know, you're talking about like somebody doing a markup or whatever. There are websites like the one that comes to mind is the right stuff. Okay. And I think it's spelled with W R I G H T. The right stuff is basically they handle a lot of mobility aids. Okay. So, you know, they have canes, but they also have like, you know, they have the piss guard. They have, you know, a, a little thing to get your socks on, which is genius. Mm-hmm. Um, lots, lots of great stuff, but it's all on one website is my point. Yeah. I, I just, if we're going to do something branded, it should be something that people. So those are going to be going into the bathroom at our convention. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what we do? We have, we have the bathroom and each stall has a different toilet seat. There's, the, oh, oh, there's one with my day. face <laughs> and one with Dan's face and Michael oh. and Don. This is That's a whole different kink, not Trevor. the kind of crossover branding that I was hoping for. Maybe when you would lift it, it has like one of our iconic quotes, like it plays. Oh, I thought you were going to have like, it has a maniacal laugh when you lift the seat. <laughs> well, that would be oh, yours. I was picturing like the top half being the top half of your head, the bottom half being your Oh my jaw, God. Like, no. Oh boy. Uh, that is I think this is a good point to kind of. A nightmare scenario in all ways. I think we should. Uh, Eggs at the craft. Yeah. Eggs at the craft. So yeah, so we'll follow up on the on the toilet seat later on. But I I think it's a it's it's so far it's a hit. Um, You're gonna sit on that till later. Yeah, we'll see exactly. Wow. Um, but we do have actually a full. We have a, we have another tip. It's a two tip mm-hmm. episode. Yes. Um, so what is our we, to, bringing back in Don's butt suspenders from yes. earlier? We have. So, you've we've talked about suspenders, but there's a new product on the scene of, on the scene <laughs> that. Instagram has very aggressively been tar- like trying to get me to buy <laughs> um, called the Belt Bro. Belt Bro. Yeah. So it's a belt alternative. Yeah. That is basically these two straps that you put on the sides of your belt loops. Yeah. So not the full circumference. Yes. Just oh, a couple yeah, of yeah, belt I've loops. I've seen those. Imagine if you, if you took your hand and just sort of pinched the waistband of your mm-hmm. pants. Mm-hmm. That's what these do using two belt loops. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's industrial grade Velcro and elastic. Like mm-hmm. it's supposed to be just smart, extremely durable That's smart. and um, you know, obviously adjustable to whatever size you need it to be. Well, I, I love that in the ad, they also say, and it's a tool belt. Cause you can kind of slip stuff in there. If you yeah. <laughs> so I will say, I, I don't necessarily think there's a way to wear this and have it look Great. 
Well, I but think if you're it's wearing, very functional. But I think if you're wearing if you're wearing your shirt over your belt, yeah, yeah, or if your belly is over your belt anyway, I would wear this kind of like the suspenders Don was talking about, where it it's like kind of an undergarment type thing. You yeah. wouldn't tuck your shirt in and then wear this in place of a belt. Well, unless unless it was it you're using it like a tool belt. Hello. Unless yeah, unless you're a, a, a working work boy and you have <laughs> you got a you know, hammer in there. Yeah, and and a and a drill. No, a real hammer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd um, be curious to hear people's reactions to it because I could hear it. I could imagine it being actually more comfortable than a, ba- a belt by a long shot. Yeah. Well, that was a big part of their advertising is that when you wear it, you know, like if you're wearing a belt and I run into this, especially if I'm driving, I don't really wear belts ever, but sometimes I do. And if I sit down to drive in my little car, um, the back of the belt just kind of like crinkles and pulls against my abdomen Yeah, or mm-hmm. like from the back, it just pulls Cause that's, kind of how belts work is they're just pulling from all sides at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so if you bend a little bit, it's putting more and they're like, you don't deal with that with this product. Um, You don't have those kind of weird pressures and pulls. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing that they market it as is that it doesn't have a buckle. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and you can, and you put it on the side of your pants. Mm -hmm. So it's more accessible, especially if you have a big belly. Mm -hmm. So I I think that plus the elastic, I think it's probably a winner. I'm curious what mm -hmm. the price point is. 25 dollars uh buy one get one free that's not bad say yeah. 1250 yeah so you get get a couple of them for you know 12 13 dollars yeah 1250 um, sounds about right they have different colors uh black blue brown and gray and i mean it's notchless it's it's velcro so like you can mm-hmm. adjust it almost infinitely um yeah worth checking out mm-hmm. well done do we have a bit we do since we were talking about gatherings and get-togethers and conventions I thought maybe I would go into uh, a few unusual conventions and contests and other gatherings around the country. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just like that like in normal world and like the, the muggles be like, and there's all these fat guys that get together yeah. in <laughs> Vegas and guys that like fat guys. I have, I have literally gotten that reaction a dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready? Sorry, no, I just say I love the, when I have been at an event and there is someone that like, it dawns on them that like, this is some kind of, there's something happening here. And (laughs) I love them like walk by the pool and be like, I don't know what's happening here. (laughs) No, my favorite, my favorite question is like, uh, are are you a convention? No, no, no. She's like, are you part of a group? (laughs) (laughs) And I just like saying, no, why? (laughs) I just like being here. It's awful much fun. (laughs) All right. Uh, First question. Um, And a lot of these are going to be using uh, names that I do not know how to pronounce. So bear with me. Okay. Uh, Nong Shim is a Korean instant noodle company operating all over the world. As such, it's not surprising that they should contribute a great deal of money to various charities and cultural events. Okay. It seems appropriate, though, that a company that sells dried noodles should sponsor which of these events? One, the American Wet Noodle Wrestling Championship. (laughs) (laughs) Two, the International Hair Freezing Contest. Oh. Oh. Three, the World Pasta Sculpture Contest. Oh. Or four, the Macaroni Art and Jewelry Expo. Oh, damn it. This is I was going to go for the pasta sculpture until I heard that one. Yeah. Noodle wrestling. Noodle Trevor's wrestling? going noodle wrestling. 
Oh, noodle is in like like pool noodle, like hitting each other with a pool noodle. I'm only giving you a name. I know. I think we're talking like in noodles. I think we're talking 100 pounds of noodle in a kitty kitty pool. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> that's. Uh, I'm going to go with my first instinct here and say the uh, the spaghetti sculptures. I'm going noodle wrestling because I want to see that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Right, so a great big meatball. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, a sculpture contest? Yes. Okay, sculpture contest and two noodle wrestlings. The In fact, the true answer is the international hair freezing contest. No. Hair freezing. How the, is that even a contest? How, the Takini Hot Springs in the Yukon hosts the festival. The website is adorable. People go to these hot springs, but the competition is open to anyone and to anyone anywhere who can freeze your hair. Uh, you go into the hot springs in freezing weather, and then your hair freezes, and you shape it into different uh, hairstyles and sculptures. What? And the website is so much fun. It is hairfreezingcontest.com. Well, of course it is. I highly recommend. Interesting. Okay. All right. Question two. I'd see that too. <laughs> Lopburi, Thailand hosts the Monkey Buffet Festival. What exactly does the Monkey Buffet consist of? I'm just imagining that scene from- um, Indiana Jones? Yeah. From monkey brains. Horribly, horribly racist. <laughs> My brain goes to clue. And monkey brains, although constant, uh, popular in Cantonese cuisine, cards uh-huh. easy to find in Washington, D.C. Ah, uh, it doesn't hold up. All right. Uh, what exactly does the Monkey Buffet consist of? One. An assortment of various traditional and novel dishes made of monkey meats from around the world. Mm. Two, a competition where chefs attempt to create dishes that are both delicious and look like monkeys. Mm. Three, a celebration where the local monkeys are given an enormous fruit feast and then are entertained by people doing monkey dances. Or four, a yearly feast highlighting foods and spices that are gathered by trained monkeys. I... Mostly because I really want to believe this is the actual thing. I want it to be a buffet for the monkeys where they make all the foods and fruits for the monkeys and then they perform for them. It sounds fantastic. So not happening. (laughs) (laughs) That would be such a good party. Yeah. No, it's it's either they serve the monkeys like cooked or they train them to gather food for the humans. It's probably one of those. Um, Whereas I'm envisioning monkeys in dinner jackets serving buffets. (laughs) I'm going to say just to be different and because like, I want to believe the one, like I want to go with Michael, but I'm going to say the one where, the chefs make food that looks like monkeys. Okay. Okay. I'm going with they train the monkeys to gather food. Okay. Okay. The correct answer is, in fact, sometimes the world is a good place. This is the one where we feed the <gasps> no, monkeys and they do. entertain them. Yay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's quite a spread. It's literally thousands of pounds of fruit given to the local monkey population. Um, and it was started as a tourist thing by of local course, businesses. And course. apparently it's worked. What the world um, I would, yeah. needs now is love monkeys. This is another one where it's it's worth looking it up on the is internet. Some of the pictures are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question three. The Laoi Key Reef off the Florida Keys plays host to the Underwater Music Festival. What oh. exactly does the event evolve? Ooh. One. The musicians are underwater playing special instruments for an audience outside of the water. Two, the audience is underwater pretending to play music while the music is piped in from outside the water. (laughs) Three, both the musicians and the audience are under the water. Audience members are encouraged to bring their fish. 
<laughs> or four, it's just named that the whole thing takes place on dry land. <laughs> I want to believe that it is the third option and both the musicians and the people are underwater. Well, you know, I've seen Harry Potter and when this happened there, uh, no, that's what I'm going to go with too. They're under the water. I, Everybody's underwater. Everyone's underwater. That's got to be. I'm I mean, it's wrong, sure but that's not the important there thing. There must be a way. <laughs> I'm picturing someone like, like, it's the tuba underwater, and it's just like a giant bubble. Like, <laughs> was there an option where the it was the music was played above water, but the audience was underwater? Was that uh, the second one? No. No. Okay. That's the only one. Oh, like no. two. The second one. The audience is underwater, pretending to play music while the music is piped in from outside the water. <sighs> I'm just now my brain is going into like, how would you play music underwater? And I'm sure there's a way uh, like, I really, I think it's the last one. It's just, this is nonsense. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the, my, the second one. Like the audience is underwater. Audience is underwater. Listening. I think through like earbuds or something. Under the sea. And Dan, are you the cynic? Um, yeah, I think it's nonsense. Let's go there. Okay. <laughs> well, gentlemen, today is the day that all of you should have been listening to Michael. <gasps> because Again. in fact, the audience is underwater pretending to play music while the music is piped in through speakers, speakers. from above ground. Wow. And the audience is encouraged. They actually is a prize for pretending to be playing the music that is being the performed. Best. There's a prize for who does that yes. the best. Yes. Yeah. There is a well, cash prize. There's, there's all of that extra resistance. And the whole event is to raise money to preserve those reefs. They're one of the only... Uh, Living reefs in the United ah, States. It's reef relief. It is. All right. Final question. 60 days after Easter in Castrillo de Mesilla, Spain, the curiously named Baby Jumping Festival occurs. Jesus. What do people do during the Baby Jumping Festival? I already know. I already know what they do. <laughs> One. Men dressed in devilish clothing literally jump over dozens of babies that have been laid out in the street. That's it. Two. On motorcycles. Women dressed <laughs> as brides use ramps to jump over a giant baby-shaped cake. Oh. The cake is then eaten by the women in order to bear a child in the coming year. What? Three. Throw children off a famous cliff into oh. the ocean to celebrate the sacrifice of St. Alejandro. Ooh. <laughs> or four, parade the spring lambs that have been born that year through the town to the church to be blessed. Uh, I, I think the first one, I think they I jump over babies. Stick to your guns on they, that. They, I think they jump over babies. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say the first one too, because I can also kind of see that. With <laughs> what, what happened? You're a raised Catholic. What happens 60 days after Easter? There's got to be something Catholic that happens 60 days after Easter. Jesus, when did Jesus go back? Like, when did he ascend? We saw a shadow and went back in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the Christmas story. <laughs> I think it was like 15 days, but I don't actually know. <laughs> I thought Jesus flew up to heaven. No, that's that's the harrowing of hell. He goes down to hell uh, and And, and smacks the devil no, on the he nose. he flies up. <laughs> he boops him on the nose. You guys Wait, the straight, read the strangest bad. fan fiction. <laughs> it's called the Bible. Did Mary go to heaven too? I'm sure eventually. Guys, I think we've gone off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Just take I, a guess. Take I, a guess. First. first. Dan. Um, all right, fine. We're going to go with baby jumping, the, the first one. All right. <gasps> I've and dragged you him are off. all correct. Oh, my God. Yeah. You should listen to me now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am the guesser now. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> the baby jumping festival is something that happens with the reluctant cooperation of the Catholic Church, who does not approve of the celebration. However, yes, dozens of babies are mm. leaped every year. I don't know why I got all of those right, but I'm glad that I did. And that's two episodes in a row now, so yeah. suck it. <laughs> so, dear listener, when you want to jump babies, where do you go? Trevor, where could they tell us? Well, we're on Instagram and Twitter as at BigFatGayPod. On Facebook is the Big Fat Gay Podcast. Leave us five stars everywhere. I yeah. think we got a new review actually for asking yeah. for one. So. And we've gotten a handful on Spotify. So thank oh, you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Need um, more reviews. More. See the articles more. we talked about and the toilet seat at www.bigfatgaypod.com. It's coming at your head. <laughs> um, maybe you're just listening in your house, having a good time. And then crash, bang, boom. Ah. It's Hank the Tank. And, <laughs> and there are three of them. Yeah, there's and it's Hank, Hank, and Hank. <laughs> and they're here to eat your pizza, so <laughs> watch out. <laughs> <laughs>